Nothing important. Matt Reyes. I got tea in my hand. I'm burning sage. Very relaxed. Are you relaxed? Hopefully just listening. I, I would pray. I don't know who I'm praying to here, but <laughs> I pray that if you do listen to me on a daily basis, firstly, you know, God bless you. You know, you, you, you need a higher level of help than me. I'm not a therapist. Um, I like to think of myself as entertaining. But if you are tuned in on a daily basis, I would hope through this journey that we've both been on. I've been doing this for, I want to say, five, six months. And um, I'm, my, my greatest hope is that anybody that just on a, on, upon listening to my voice, you just automatically go back into a state of mind of knowing that I'm at the driver's seat. You get to sit back in this luxury foreign vehicle. You get to sit in the back seat with your fucking legs up. This is a Rolls Royce. I've never been in a Rolls Royce. I'm just, I'm going off the videos I saw on fucking YouTube. It looks fantastic. I still think it's a con. Looks like an incredible vehicle in the interior. If you're into being driven around, I like to be in the driver's seat personally. That's why I'm metaphorically in the driver's seat right now. But, you know, who wouldn't, who wouldn't want a Rolls Royce? Not me per se, but who wouldn't want one? So in this metaphor, you're in a, a beautiful luxury foreign Rolls Royce. You're in the back seat. It's a gentleman's car. And you're being driven around and upon just listening to the tone of my voice, you get into a state of relaxation like I'm in right now. T, Sage, do you want me to say the fucking again? Oh, that was just balance right there. Um, <laughs> man, I was looking at, uh, I was online and I was looking at this article with Terrence Howard. Everybody knows who Terrence Howard is. Terrence Howard. I mean, you probably know him for a lot of shit. I never watched Empire. That was one of the shows that he was on. He was an actor on the show Empire. I'm not going to watch that shit. There's some things <laughs> upon looking at a commercial or preview or two seconds into a goddamn show or a film that I know that it's not going to be my thing. I'm not judging you if that's what you're into, but I am judging you. I'm not judging you if you like black exploitation, but I am going to judge you. Um, so Empire was a very popular show, and you, you might have heard of Terrence Howard from Empire. Um, I actually watched <laughs> one of his early black exploitation films. <laughs> Terrence Howard was the main character uh, for a movie. I can't remember the fucking name because you know the movie wasn't shit, but it was a hit. It wasn't shit, but it was a hit. And I'm gonna I'm trigger the memory for all of you right now. You know it's hard out here for a pimp. Uh, nah, 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 nah. I think the nigga won a, a Oscar, a Tony, a, <laughs> every every Golden Globe. He won every award for this goddamn movie in perfect Hollywood fashion. You get a, a thespian who's trained their entire life and stood in shape and and waited in those lines, in those long fucking lines, like all actors waiting, and they go in front of this group, this small group of individuals who judge the shit out of them, and maybe they get lucky enough to get the fucking role. And if you're black and you're in Hollywood and you're going through this goddamn process, guess what? The only time you're going to get some recognition, the only time you're going to break out as a star, you got to have a slave movie. You got <laughs> you to have, have a stereotypical black experience movie. All the greats have done it. The Halle Berry's, the Terrence Howard's. You understand what I'm saying? Look up the fucking rest. I'm not going to shit on, on many other people, you know? Halle Berry wasn't like, yeah, it was kind of fucking stereotypically bad. Like, <laughs> monsters ball, come on, son. But Terrence Howard, um, he had that. It, it was called Hustle and Flow. And it was about a pimp who 
who wanted to break out of the illegitimacy, the uh, illegal lifestyle of being a pimp <laughs> and get into the legitimate business world uh, in the music industry. And he makes that dream come true. He has a couple hoes, a microphone and some rollers in his hair and hard work, ambition and a little bit of talent, baby. And he made it fucking work. And I'm, I'm talking about Terrence Howard because I was just reading an article where he he stated something that I, I thought was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> he said that after this role, he's promoting some movie or some show that he's doing right now. He said after this role, he's retiring from acting. And upon li- he, reading that, it's just fucking hilarious because any logical human being knows if you're an actor, you don't retire from acting. You don't... <laughs> You don't retire from fucking acting. How much waiting and hoping those guys fucking do for 20, 30 fucking years to get these shit roles? You don't, you don't, you don't retire from that. So what it really means, he's not getting any work. And I think he pissed somebody off. I'm trying to put two and two together, ladies and gentlemen. There's a couple of clues on my Google suggestions that are telling me that Terrence Howard pissed somebody the fuck off in the Hollywood Hills. He pissed somebody off because that article pops up on my feed and I'm reading that. I'm like, hmm, you retired? You retired from acting? Okay. Okay. I'm looking back in his resume. I'm seeing like Hustle and Flow, Empire, some of these other movies. I remember he actually did one um, movie where he got out of this <laughs> out of this box of black exploitation. He was an Iron Man and he was the right hand man to, Ro- uh, to Robert Downey Jr. Whatever the fuck that guy's name. I don't watch children movies. Uh, I'm an adult. But the point of this is, is that he got out. He got out and he was on a different trajectory, at least for a, for a fucking moment. <laughs> and he fucked it all up. The next article I see on my fucking Google algorithm, it, it, I don't even have to be that guy in the basement metaphorically, you know, pinning all those pieces of paper on the wall and, and drawing a big pentagram on a map. That conspiracy theorist meme. I don't have to be that guy because my Google algorithm, it feeds me the clues. I'm putting two and two motherfucking together. Two and two motherfucking together, baby. The next article I see is Don Cheadle. (laughs) The guy who replaced him in the, it's not even a trilogy. It's like there's been like eight movies from Marvel um, that, um, or Iron Man or, or variations where Don Cheadle's going to be in these fucking movies. I don't know how many goddamn movies. Once again, I don't watch children's films. I'm an adult. No judgment, but all judgment to you. And Don Cheadle is, uh, I watched this video where he has an interview. He's talking about um, taking over that role. So from reading a little bit into it, Terrence Howard was apparently offered a million dollars to return for the sequel after he got out of the fucking slave box he got out of the box of black exploitation and he got handed the white man keys to freedom. He was going to be a superhero. He actually already played a fucking superhero. That is the in Hollywood that's the that's the mark right there. That is the mark that you are a free human being. <laughs> that you no longer have to humiliate yourself because you have something called the fucking dream. That is the mark right there. If you get to put on a cape or some tights, or in this case, like an iron suit, whatever the fuck corny shit that adults pay $30 a goddamn ticket to go sit next to a couple that are jerking themselves off because they're fucking 13 and 14 years old, whatever people are doing, right, with their fucking money, that is the mark right there. That's the marker. And he got out the box and he was a superhero and something called ego crept up on him. 
Something called ego. He probably had an itch on his ass from all those years that he was waiting in those long ass lines and going to these auditions. And they were saying, you know, Terrence, you're a little too light skinned for this role. Your eyes is light. I don't like that. You got to act more black. And then when he started getting the fucking roles and had to humiliate himself and, and get, you know, a fucking Oscar and a, and a, a Grammy from, <laughs> from being a pimp who raps, you know, for America. After that, he finally gets out the box, but he was jaded by then. He was angry and he had an ego. He felt like he worked very hard. And so Marvel came to him. They said, we're doing another film. We're going to offer you a million dollars. And Terrence Howard said, nope, nigga, we made it. He was out the box, right? He said, we out. We out. I'm not doing this no more. You're going to pay me what I fucking deserve. And in pure Hollywood fashion, they were like, nigga, all right. (laughs) And they not only found another guy, they found another guy very quickly. And then they gave that guy like a fucking 18 movie deal. Don Cheadle gets a call. This is the video I watched right after I read that article. Don Cheadle gets a call from the guys at Marvel. And they say, Terrence Howard is out. He doesn't want to do it. He doesn't like the money. We're moving very fucking quickly. Uh, You have an hour to decide if you want to take this six or seven movie deal from Marvel. You understand what I'm saying? And and Don Cheadle has this hilarious story. Look at the fuck up. It's It's an incredible interview. He's talking about all his movie roles and how he got them. You know, he's given little subtle clues, subliminal clues about the business. Very smart individual, incredible actor, knows how to play the motherfucking game. He said, "Uh, Hollywood, I appreciate the offer. I love to work, but I'm at my child's birthday party. (laughs) And they said, no, take two hours. And Don Cheadle, like a very wise individual, he goes and gets back to eating cake and shooting lasers at children and gives a call back to Hollywood and says, yeah, I'll take the fucking seven movie deal. Yes, I will. Yes, I will take the fucking seven movie deal. You know? You know, and there's a couple of things you can draw from this. I mean, it's the hilarity of the situation. I even think, you know, there's still some subliminal um, pettiness going on. I believe whoever's paying to advertise these articles on Google, they really don't like Terrence Howard. (laughs) They're trying to rub salt in the motherfucking wound. This guy is claiming that he's going to retire. Very obvious to anybody who's a professional in the industry or even Joe Schmoes like myself scratching my nuts in my home office, burning sage and drinking tea. It's very obvious that this guy's not retiring. He's getting no work and he doesn't want to get back to shucking and driving news, which is how he got there. It's how he got there. Let's just be fucking honest. It's the Hollywood hustle. If you have, you know, something else that rhymes with Hollywood hustle, go watch this movie. It'll break it down. Hollywood Shuffle, one of my, my favorite films. And it talks about what Hollywood does, the game, the G-A-M-E. Terrence Howard didn't want to keep on playing the game. And Hollywood was like, not only we're going to give your money away, we're going to give your future away. We're going to rub salt in the wound when you have to go into the public and say, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to play no more. <laughs> that bullshit. <laughs> That bullshit. He's just not getting work, probably. And they they fucking do these articles back to back. Terrence Howard comes out and says, you know, I'm retiring. And they're like, oh, word. Let's look at the guy that didn't retire. He's still fucking going. It's been like 12, 13 years since these corny ass movies have dropped and grossed trillions of dollars. Trillions upon trillions of dollars. It's crazy. It is fucking crazy. There's a couple lessons you can draw from it, though. You can understand... Um, the bullshit. You can understand the bullshit. There's a lot of bullshit in business. There's a lot of bullshit in life, especially in Hollywood. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of, uh, we're giving you an opportunity. 
and it's not going to be sweet on your ex. <laughs> but the leverage is on our side and you're going to have to take it. You're going to have to fucking take it, right? There's a lot of that. But there's also, you know, if you want to look at it in a balanced perspective, there's ego, there's human ego. You think about a guy like Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle is, I think, a better actor. I think anybody would, would, would see that and, and believe it. He's a better actor than a Terrence Howard. But he also not only is a better actor, he understands the game. He understands the game. And they hit him on a day where he's chilling. He, you know, he gets the call and they say, six movie deal, this guy didn't want it. Do you fucking want it? And in two hours, he makes a life-changing fucking decision. He jumps off the cliff because he has big balls and he understands the fucking game. And he didn't have an ego. I really do think that is negative projection on Terrence Howard's part. There is the Hollywood hustle. There is the bullshit, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not saying that shit ain't unfair, but to be so negative after you got out of the fucking box to just throw away this incredible opportunity for your future and give it to the next man who's willing not to shuck and jive, not to be a pimp, but <laughs> to be a superhero in the eyes of all fucking America. You know, hats off to Don Cheadle, smart individual. And he's still going to this motherfucking day. To this motherfucking day. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of my goddamn tea. I'm going to take a sip of my goddamn tea. Um, you know, I think as well, like, the negative projection that Terrence Howard had, this is something we all experience. People exist in mindsets. I, I don't look at time the same way I did. I don't look at personality the same way I did. I don't look at choices, decisions, reactions the same way I did. I, I think about things much more nowadays in terms of mindset. And I think if you are in a state of mind that is negative, a fear-based state of mind, bad things happen. Bad things happen. I feel like if you're in a positive state of mind, good things happen. That sounds oversimplified, but it's motherfucking true. You know, we can get into the, the intricacies of what constitutes a state of mind, what things stimulate people being in certain states of mind. Obviously, if you study psychology, even on a surface level, you can understand that we can hack ourselves or control ourselves with basic choices and just applying a little bit of willpower throughout your day and a little bit of consistency throughout your life. You can really radically change with certain choices, your state of being, your state of mind, and it would produce a much more positive future. It would attract it to you. This is not, you know, the science of law of attraction. Or I'm just talking about logical, practical application of things like working out changes your life. Eating healthy changes your life. The information you choose to ingest on a daily basis, it changes your life. And I wonder at that point of time, what was Terrence Howard doing in his personal life that made him project so negatively? And I, I don't think it was necessarily even or only negative projection. It could have been ego. What put him in that mindset of feeling so egotistical that he just got out of this place that's undesirable? He's in the desirable place, but he's like, no, I need more than that. I need more than that. You know, I wonder, did they just cut off his fucking hand when he said, you know, can we talk about more or was he arrogant about it? I'm, I'm curious. I'm fucking curious. 
I'm curious about it. And what allows a man like Don Cheadle to be in a state of mind where once the opportunity comes to him, he doesn't need much time. He doesn't need much time to agree to something that is going to take so much out of his life. To agree to something that's going to be so long down the line. I think he was just in a state of mind of confidence and positivity and understanding that it is an opportunity and there's probably some risk involved, but it's also a guarantee. And that's a beautiful fucking thing. It's a beautiful thing. If you're in a correct, healthy state of mind, if you're in a lifestyle, if you're in a place in your life where you're betting on yourself and you believe in yourself, opportunities not only come about more often, but you have a greater vision to be able to inspect the not obvious benefits, to be able to project some of the positive consequences in the future if you take that opportunity. I think that's what Don Cheetah was, you know? Um, he was thinking long-term, you know, not in a desperate mind. I think nowadays, you don't even think about that mindset. I feel like a lot of people suffer with that in just the early, we haven't been in 2023, but a fucking week, right? And, but 2022 and definitely during the pandemic, I feel like there's been this developing desperation mindset. People are fucking fearful, rightfully so. You know, the, every fucking news media outlet, information outlet has been inundating people with ridiculous amounts of fear mongering. That has been happening for a long time now. But, you know, I, I'm always on, the, on you have to be responsible for yourself and think for yourself. Um, people need to kind of wake up out of that trance of being so desperate because it's not, and I'm not even only just talking about the consumers. Everybody's kind of on that level right now. Everybody is on that fucking level. You know what I just saw? You know what I fucking just saw? Some desperation, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Some desperation. I saw Wells Fargo is, uh, it's an ad. It was just like a YouTube video I was watching. Right before the YouTube video, the ad pops up. I'm thinking it's going to be a regular fucking ad. It's one of those don't skip ads. By the way, super aggressive that already is telling me you're desperate. You're a bank. You're supposed to have gazillion of fucking dollars from screwing us on late charge fees. You, 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 that's just a very desperate way to come across. Put the little fucking skip if you can. Put it up there. But it's a no skip video. I'm watching the ad. Wells Fargo comes out and they, they say, uh, we're now giving uh, an option on your checkings account where when you sign up for direct deposit, you can get that direct deposit check, whatever you're going to get paid two days early, two days early in your bank account. That would make me never want to do business with these fucking guys. <laughs> that is the complete wrong way to market to individuals. Who are you attracting to do business with you? It's got to be poor people. It's got to be fucking check to check people. And is that where the bank is at right now? I know they've had some scandals in the past. I remember they were having some issues with... Um, uh, internal security a couple years ago. They were having issues with liquidity. They were having a bunch of issues over there at Wells Fargo. There was some funny business. That's really all the banks, but they just were getting a little bit sloppy. And they didn't have, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they're not as powerful as some other banks, JP Morgan, et cetera, et cetera, where they can make those mistakes and just really bounce back. So they're probably on the ropes right now, but this is just not the way that you go. I feel like they're operating. Once again, we're talking about mindset. They're operating from a negative mindset. Yeah, you got some problems, but you know what I'm saying? To quote the great Nipsey Hussle, never let a hard time humble us. 
You're just attracting more negativity when you get into a mindset of desperation with these fucking advertisements. You're telling people, I'm going to give you your money two days early. That would translate to a desperate motherfucker. <laughs> that translate to uh, somebody who's not going to be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing business with you for a long time. To a poor son of a bitch, that is going to translate loud and clear. To anybody who has any money, that's, that's you know what I'm saying? What are you saying about your fucking business? You're giving me too much. I don't want to go do business with, you know what I'm saying? Like, this just a little fucking... It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But I feel like that is just... There's probably a lot of people that are like, you know, they're not admitting to themselves that they're going under. You know? (laughs) The pandemic fucked up a lot of industries. And it feels like the only people who were able to survive, not during the pandemic, because during the pandemic, there was money flowing. That's why we're in the fucked up position we're at right now. That's why, because the, the person... And the fucking, you know, the, the, the seat that made the decisions to turn on those goddamn money printers and take more loans out from the fucking Fed. Those individuals, they were throwing money around like it was a goddamn strip club. Everybody had money during the pandemic. It was very easy to survive. It was very fucking easy to survive. I'm talking about post-pandemic. It seems like the only people that are going to be able to survive or that have survived. I mean, had the writings on the wall for a lot of individuals, if they can see it. Um, but the only people that were able to survive, it's like people who are creative or the pe- the old money, the old money, the people who really have influence, the people who have the old money, the people who are uh, adaptable, the adaptability quotient, people who are creative, those people will survive. But there's a lot of businesses, a lot of titans. Wells Fargo's a fucking bank. They're a fucking bank and they're telling you they're going to give you your money two days early. That's so desperate. It's such an indicator. That shit is not going well. <laughs> it is such a fucking indicator. You know? If I was them, I would just fucking try to merge with somebody. I'd be like, yeah, listen, just take all my fucking brick and mortars. We're done. We're done before they, they try to hold on too long in the sink ships. The, the sink ships. The ship sinks. You, I mean, you guys get it. You've seen it before. you fucking seen it before. It's all about mindset. It's all about, you know, being in the right state of mind. Um... And being honest with yourself, too. Like, when is it time? Terrence Howard, man, they just rubbing fucking salt in this guy's wound. It is 12, 13 years later, uh, 14, 15, 16, 20, maybe even years later after he came out from with Hustle and Flow. I don't remember how goddamn long ago that shit came out. And uh, he has to watch. It is the future now. He has to watch some other guy who took what he threw away. Just live an incredible fucking life. Have an incredible career with it. And that is, uh, that's got to be fucking bad. <laughs> that is some Hollywood pettiness right there. That's some motherfucking Hollywood pettiness. But, you know, to be honest and to look at it from a balanced perspective, like, you got to be in the right mindset when the opportunity comes to you. You get a call from Hollywood and they tell you, this is what it is, seven movies. You got to take it. You got to fucking take it. I hope what happened, this is what I'm hoping to happen, because Hollywood is full of hustle. This is, you know... This, this, this country's about hustle. This country's about a lot of bullshit. So I get it. I fucking get it. There's a lot of people that turn down large amounts of money because they feel like they're worth more. Talking about Hollywood, I'll bring up the example of this guy on the Lakers. What is this fucking kid's name? Um, he's African kid. Uh, he's like from Germany. He's an African kid from Germany. And he, they gave him a, a crazy guaranteed contract. And he turned the fucking shit down. You know, this mindset of rolling the dice 
and trying to penny pinch when there's a guaranteed opportunity, guaranteed money in front of you is kind of disgusting. It is kind of disgusting. I feel like if you get guaranteed money, you got to take that. You got to be smart. You got to be smart because taking the guarantee, I think with a lot of these guys, they, their mindset might be tricking them into thinking if they bet on themselves, they, ha- they have more belief in themselves. I don't think that's what that is. I think taking the guaranteed money, I believe when you take the guaranteed money, uh, you, you're really betting on yourself. I believe so. Because you know what you're going to get out of this deal, but you're also recognizing that constant work. You know, if Terrence Howard would have took that deal, he would have still been doing the Marvel movies. He hasn't really been doing anything else that is like of substance that is at that fucking level, right? If he was taking those fucking Marvel movies, what doors would have opened up? Because he was the fucking guy. I imagine Don Cheadle outside of Marvel has been working like a motherfucking Mexican. I imagine. I imagine. You understand what I'm saying? Like this guy, Dennis Schroeder. Look this fucking kid up. Dennis Schroeder got a guaranteed retarded contract. He's not that good. And his ego told him, bet on yourself. But he's not really betting on himself, man. You take that guaranteed money, you're more attractive to sponsors. You're more attractive to the media. It just, it gives you a higher level of, a higher perception of status. And I feel like people don't understand that. People don't fucking understand that. You know? You gotta, you gotta bet on yourself and be fucking smart on it. Betting on yourself is take the guaranteed money, the guaranteed, and understand with that platform what you can do for your goddamn self, how attractive that would make you. Not being a fucking arrogant dick and, you know, spitting on the hand of somebody who's trying to make a deal with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I feel bad for Terrence Howard. You know what I'm saying? It's, it is hard out here for a pimp, but, you know, who can you, who can you blame? Who could you fucking blame? This, this, this guy's a, he's a rich Hollywood actor. I don't really feel that fucking bad for him. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you got the fucking point on perspective. I hope you got the fucking point on betting on yourself. I hope you got the, the fucking point on not shitting on guaranteed money. Of really taking a leap of faith in the right direction. Not self-sabotage, not being arrogant, but truly confident. True confidence does not come from ego. It doesn't come from an inflated sense of self. True confidence comes from experience. So, you know, in the same same ideals, in the same methodology of uh, implementing certain habits in your life, that will guarantee you a positive state of mind going forward, that should be the same thing. It should be the same fucking thing. I'm burning a lot of sage and I'm losing track of mine because I, I, I have a, you know, a belief that sage gets you a little bit high. So I'm going to end the motherfucking podcast and get out of this room and get some motherfucking oxygen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're a continual listener to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go onto my Instagram, like the post, like the reels. Until next time.